The Versecast is brought to you by Engine. Create your free gaming community website at enjin.com. Listening to the Those Guys with Ships show, the Versecast Community Podcast. My name is John Abraham. My name is Jimmy Croker, and you got that intro right, John. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations, John. Who's that voice? Who is that stranger? It is Dietrich. <gasps> Keeping the seat warm for Ace. Nothing more, nothing less. While he is being a good husband. Welcome. And- Thank this, you very this, much. This is like the like the opening credits of the Love Boat when they pan over to Isaac the bartender and he smiles and winks at you. That's how I picture Dietrich saying <laughs> hi to everybody. Oh man, wow, I wonder I... if uh, wonder if Ace is sleeping in a nest, a human nest. A human. He does. Uh, ru- rumor has it, him and the missus do enjoy sleeping in human nests. <laughs> um, Gleep will be back next week. Uh, Finally. Yes, he has been traveling the the great expanse of the Nevada desert, searching for aliens. Uh, He has been dearly missed, and we cannot wait for his triumphant return. We are Those Guys with Chips. This is episode 47 of our community podcast. Today is 10-7-29-45 Standard Earth Time. Thank you, Ronald Jenkins. Magnetic Moment is the intro-outro track. Uh, It's off of Ronald's 2012 album, Days Away, which can be found along with all of his other fine musical stylings at ronaldjenkins.com. Dietrich, fill us in on uh, what's been going on with you. How's your life? Tell us a story about things, stuff, and whatnot. That could be a very long story. (laughs) <laughs> it ha- life is good. It has been very busy this week. Been trying to actually set up some uh, a role-playing game, tabletop, for some good friends of mine who I haven't been able to play with for a while. So good times are coming. Good nice. Ta- what 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 uh, what uh, role-play game are we talking? Uh, using the Savage World system. Very good mm. system. Very unknown. Okay. Tell tell. Do tell. Tell more. Well, I've only just recently become introduced to it in the last about three or four months. It was done by uh, Pinnacle Entertainment Group. Uh, Studio uh, 2 Publishing, I think, is who it was. But, okay. but yeah, it was just a wonderful system. I love the simplicity of it because sometimes you just get games that are just too darn complicated. Even a bigger wall of text than I'm known for posting. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, and actually, uh, one of uh, one of the big reasons why Dietrich is filling in for Ace 
is uh, Dietrich and Ace go, uh, Dietrich taking the lead on this, have gone very, very deep into uh, into ships, uh, into fl co flight combat um, with, uh, Dietrich, why don't you explain a little bit about the Mafia? Oh, boy. The, the short of it is, is that I just felt that it was, the time was right to start talking to people about getting some tactics or some strategies together and while we before we get bombarded with, with uh, multi-crew ships or anything else that is just overwhelming to just kind of lay a foundation just start a conversation about what 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 they want to do or how they want to do it what tool in the toolbox does it very well and that's just where the uh the fighter mafia was born from just i just wanted to get the people talking Nice. Okay, and um, I, I have read through some of your posts, but and I don't mean this in a bad way, but they are dense. There is a lot of information in them, uh, a lot of good information, but a lot of information nonetheless. So when Ace had said that he was not going to be able to make it this week, you were the natural selection. Well, I appreciate that. It was. Uh, it actually started off as from Ace's comments about, I don't know, maybe four podcasts ago, episode 43, that, you know, he joked that I might wind up taking his spot. <laughs> nice. And so you have. Well, just for this once. Just for this once, absolutely. It, it's still his spot, and he deserves it. Absolutely. He's always a delight and a pleasure, and uh, we will look forward to having him uh, return next week. John, are you going to be here next week? I'm not gonna be here next week. Oh. <laughs> it's so, only a one week vacation though. Okay, you want you wanna hear something even worse? What? I will not be here for our fiftieth. Oh no. Oh. I won't Ooh. that's that's when I the, the missus and I are celebrating our five year wedding anniversary. We're going to Disney. Oh congratulations. Man. Thank you. Um, that sounds ten, fun though. Ten years together, five years uh married. We are we decided to stay local, um, and uh, <laughs> you know, talk more about it maybe next week. But basically, we're going to go and stay on, at the resort and do all things Disney. Nice. Yeah, but I realized the other day that unfortunately it fell right on fifty, and I was just like, "Oh, that I, uh, I can't. What am I going to? I can't go. Like, hey, honey, can I maybe hurry home for? I have a yeah, just, podcast just uh, to do. phone it in. Yeah, yeah. Can I just no, no, honey. You just you go ahead and go go have dinner without me. I got I got the podcast too. I'm sure she would be thrilled about that. Uh, yeah. So unfortunately, I will not be able to make it for our fiftieth, which is a bummer. Um, but we'll talk more about it next week. But you won't be here next week, so it's like a revolving door of everyone taking vacations. Yeah. So we'll be together for one week before you leave again. It's true. It's true. So um, I don't want to get too, too, too into this, but um, John, from the those guys with Ships Community, um, I understand there was a fair bit of conversation back and forth about the uh, drama from this past week. You want to just maybe go into a little bit of detail about some of the topics uh, or so some of the community, our community response to those, those situations? Not really. <laughs> I'm so okay. tired of it. All right. That, all right. No, we had a problem. good conversation. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Dietrich, you were in there. It was uh it was it was intelligent, like I said on the previous show. 
And uh, I think we covered all the bases. I think it's mostly done now. Um, we got a lot into the money stuff, and we were kind of, I think, Avaphysics and Fable Junkyard were kind of outlining um, how much they might be paying individuals and what, like, the averages are in California and and what a ballpark number might be that it costs them to run the studio. So those were some interesting things. Um, yeah, it was... I mean, the whole thread is there. It's, I think it's called a, d a discussion on something. Discussion is in the word is a word in the thread name there, but yeah. The discussion discussion on the flaming hailstorm of kittens that has rained down upon us. Oh my god! Oh my god! That we're was doomed, it. We're doomed. We're doomed. That was exactly it. <laughs> it felt that way at times. Yeah, that's I, uh, that's. That's one of my favorite things to say to people in general. Like, you know, um, when, when someone is like, like at work, for example, if someone's freaking out about something, I'm like, is it a hailstorm of flaming kittens? <laughs> and the response I always get back is dot, 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 what? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's <laughs> it's it's just it, not worth all of this. They they got us riled up. And yeah, they gotta really give did credit get the community for that. riled up. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, and, and, yeah, we, we had talked um, in great detail about this in a previous show so we're not going to get too much into it but i will just say um just reiterate for the record that it's interesting that that a lot of the animosity a lot of the accusations um a lot of the discord is not coming from our star citizen community it's coming from a different community a single individual and now a news pub a single news publication yeah um, it does seem like a, a, a pointed war to uh, damage CIG. And as we discussed previously, and, and as our community discussed, um, you know, as far as we're concerned, we believe in the company. We, we, we believe that they're going to do a great job, and we're excited for Citizen Con. And uh, cooler heads prevailed over at uh, those guys with ships. For sure. Totes. Moving on. And that's a great thing about the those guys with ships is the drama is kept to a, a minimum, and that has one, been one of the great appeals for me. And I'm a relative newcomer. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's cool, man. I, I, we definitely appreciate that, and and it is interesting that we are are you know 200 plus, uh, and everyone is very cool. Everyone's very cool. Everyone's mel very mellow. Everyone's very accepting of each other. Um, I don't get to be on the forums as much as I would like to be. This is my contribution to the community. But nobody really gives me a hard time about that. And whenever I post in the forums, everyone's like, oh, hey, you know, Jimmy's back. And um, and that's really cool. And it's one of the things that I love about our community. Everyone is very accepting of everybody else. And that is a wonderful thing. Couldn't Super wonderful. Here, here. Moving on to uh, let's get into In the Loop, 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 Loop. With Ace. Oh wait, I mean Dietrich. Dietrich, tell us a little bit about uh, some some flying and and some things of that nature. Well, believe it or not, I'm going to deviate from my usual flying discussions today. <gasps> madness! This is absolute madness. We are off the rails. Off the rails. Well. Who who want? It's bad enough you have to read the wall of text. Why have to? Why have? <laughs> but no, but it is. 
the subject is actually very much so inspired by Ace's last In the Loop segment. Okay. He talked about the communication, the vital importance of being able to communicate from one person to the next, one group, or once, or even whole orgs, squads, fleets, anything. It's timely communication, knowing your military uh, alphabet. It's just, I, it's important. It, it, it just transcends Star Citizen, I thought. Now, do you find, um, do you fly with Ace a lot? Every, pretty much on Sundays. And okay. it's very hard for, for he and I to be on the same schedule otherwise. But I do fly with him pretty much every Sunday. Okay. Now, do you find, um, do you find that the two of you are, are using these commands or starting to use these commands uh, or communication tools rather? The, I try, I, I, I've been a military lover for quite a while, so I can understanding, but I don't communicate that well okay. uh, on that, on the language. I, I personally need work in that area. I don't mind telling you. It's okay. I think I think it's safe to say that we all do. Yeah, but I one thing that I if he'd probably had enough time to continue talking about it because you know he's only got limited number of minutes is communication is vital. Everybody has to be able to talk and understand one another. That's the foundation of anything from Star Citizen to life. But I've also found that you also need uh, trust and chemistry, and I'll and I'll define them out for you here as we go. Trust is beyond just the strict Webster dictionary definition; is just being able to know that whoever you're with can do whatever it is that you're trying to do. In the Star Citizen, it'd be, hey, have you got my back? Can you do what you, I would like you to do? If you say, hey, can you go shoot Hunter Alpha, Vandual Alpha? You, you need to have just the, you need to know that your partner is going to have your interests at heart. It's just, working, working as a team, basically, is what you're saying is key. Yeah. Just uh, and your ability to reciprocate it, you know, even in the workplace, you you got you want to know that those that you're working with are going to work with you. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, I think it's interesting when we get together on our Sunday meetups um, that that everyone is is very interested in in working together, and everyone does a really good job of watching each other's backs. Um, one thing I've noticed that we've slowly been developing in things like Vandal Swarm. Uh, once they did the uh, patch update that uh, allowed for you to call out targets, you know, um, you know, Vandal, uh, Vandal One, or or uh, or the named targets, uh, it became a lot easier for us to be able to um, to effectively target and take out Vandal. And um, I, I've noticed that as we've been doing that, we'll each one of us will individually call out a particular target. 
Now, normally that would be the the squadron commander's job, right? Rather than us individually calling out a target, he would call out a target for us based on the ship that we're flying, right? Yeah, Ace's uh, was pretty clear in that it, you got a chain of command is always a very good thing to have. So Ace would be the guy to call it out, and he in turn will know that at know at heart and not not ever even have a doubt that those that he told to do a task they're going to go do it he doesn't have to micromanage right okay and, and that is and that is really what for star citizen trust is really about is that you do not have to micromanage or babysit somebody because you know that they they're going to be able to handle the job or looking at it another way when a pu hits uh, is it you, Jimmy, that likes to get into the smuggling? Oh yeah, no, absolutely. I, I'm I'm known in some circles to uh, yeah prefer the smuggling. It's uh, if you ever have to do a, a group job, you know, or even with just uh, one other individual, if the advocacy comes and wants to have a look at your goods on board, you want to be able to know that the other guy on your starship isn't just gonna crack under pressure and he's going to say hey we got the goods i want a deal so 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 basically what you're saying is don't take gleep because gleep would be like i didn't do it it's not my fault he made me do it <laughs> i swear i didn't I had nothing to do with it. i didn't even know what was in there well that's your choice of course to be fair i probably wouldn't tell gleep what was in there and and hope to get <laughs> caught just to watch him sweat because I'm, I'm all right with having a criminal record star citizen but i know gleep would be very upset if he did so hopefully Gleep's not listening to this segment because he'll tell me no anytime I ask him to do a job. <laughs> I, uh, I, had, I had noticed in, uh, also as, as we've been developing um, slowly but surely developing squadron tactics, um, I had noticed that one thing that Ace is doing now, which is really cool um, and very helpful, is he will call out when someone has, um, has a, uh, somebody on their six. Um, if they're if they've got two or three vandal on their tail, he'll say, you know, so and so, you you got a couple on your tail uh, coming in to assist, and then one somebody else will go, oh yeah, I'm coming in as well, and and so it's very loose and it's not very um, as I don't think it's as well organized as it potentially could be, but I think we are kind of slowly starting to to get the hang of that, and I think that's really cool, and I like watching that develop. Yeah, and uh, that is the baby steps into developing what I'll call uh, chemistry but between not only the, the squadrons or individuals, but p potentially even the entire org. And what, well, what is chemistry? Well, I, I just kind of label it as com the compatibility or how well do you gel together? How well do two or more in individuals just come together and work together? Because it's it's something that can't really be taught. You know, communication, as Ace has talked about, is a vital thing. It's like it's like basic training for any job. But in the end, once you've gotten past your initial training and in whatever you are trying to do, and you once you get out there on your own and you're working with your co-workers your teammates or anybody 
you 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 find out really quickly that you either work well together or you don't and you try to get to work together but it just takes time to develop i think this will play a big part um once we are in the pu and we can start forming those separate groups and maybe like sub orgs and uh we'll be able to have those groups of maybe the elite dog fighters of those the, the guys that are like really tight together and they know each other and they really know how to acquire a target and execute quickly and and you're exactly right it 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 will be a big deal and I, are either of you guys star trek fans yeah well Think back for a moment of when you were watching the original Star Trek. How, how many times did you not think to yourself or hear from other fans of how y- you were a fan of how Spock, Kirk, and to a lesser extent, Dr. McCoy, Bones, their, how well, their friendship yeah. just, it just, it sh- it shined like a beacon. Yeah, that's a good point. And, yeah, absolutely. And I- I'm a nerd uh, who went from Star Trek convention to Star Trek convention, and I can tell you that it was the story that you could see, but it was also the actors themselves. They uh-huh. they they just came together, and across all of the series, it's. The, it's almost been 50 years since those episodes aired, and yet people to this day still talk about those three coming together, both on, on the screen and in the story. This this is the, what I mean by chemistry. You can once you've got it, it just works, and you can uh, and you can achieve things that you just couldn't do otherwise. It takes yeah, no, you, it takes you to a whole nother level. I would I would absolutely agree with that. Um, you know there are um, there are people in the org that I really I, I enjoy everybody. Don't get me wrong, but there are there are people that I, I as I talk to them I'm like oh okay I can I really kind of click with this person, um, and I'm hoping that I'm able to form you know a two or three man crew around my constellation. And and you're right. It's it's in a way it's similar to like being in a band, you know. Um, you you've got to have a certain chemistry. You have to know each other well enough to be able to relate to one another, and in, and that translates as well in the squadron combat. Um, you know, if we and I think we've talked about this a little bit about breaking up into individual like smaller squadrons, like a like a red squad or a gold squad or a blue squad. Um, and I think that that's a really good idea to pursue, especially once, like John mentioned, once we, we have the, the baby PU, the Exoverse, um, I think that that's going to be a great large world map area for us to really kind of dig into this type of stuff. Um, you know, doing things like uh, protecting cargo runs. Um, you know, uh, I'm not sure how combat's going to relate in, in the baby PU, but we'll have to see how that works as well. Um, but yeah, I, I think... You know, chemistry, communication, I think all of those things are absolutely key. And I'm a big fan of watching us develop slowly but surely an arena commander. And I think that once we see that persistent universe, we'll really be able to take it up a notch and, and get really tight on, on how we run as a squadron. 
and I think there's a deep there's a, a need for this and what but what's more than that I think that there is a strong desire that is starting to bubble up even with especially within uh, the our own org Murtock, for example put up a post I don't just maybe 24 hours ago it said hey let's practice these techniques and I remember in the last night's meetup, he had a great experience with Doc Buckshot. They worked better than, they worked well together, and they both posted that they had had tremendous success working together. So it just seems like when you can find whoever is out there that you can fly with and very well, that just you're going to go up to that next level that so many of us are seeking right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I I, I, would, I would I agree with that 100%. I kind of look forward to seeing what the smaller groups are that form and then planning out larger operations so that all of us can get together and work together as an org. Yeah, absolutely. I think that would be um that would that will be super cool. I and there's, you know, I'm I'm a movie nerd here again, so I got to throw out another reference. But if either of you seen Pacific Rim, oh yeah, have I of seen course. it? Oh wow, I didn't expect both of you to like it so much. That ah, movie was awesome. Well, then you guys will know even better than I do because I've only seen it once or twice. But I was fascinated with the the whole story. Uh, arc and plot subplot of how the they had to match pilots together do you remember that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's the only way to be able to um control the jaegers is to have uh two people basically sharing the same headspace to uh to manipulate the mech uh, a mech on that scale and yeah very very cool very uh original um plot point gotta be rift compatible yep gotta be rift compatible I mean, and obviously we're not going to be having neural links to get in one another's heads. That'd be scary. Oh. Well, maybe, maybe that'll be a stretch goal down the road. <laughs> uh, I will not be buying into that stretch goal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not so sure I want anybody in my head either. Can you imagine getting in Gleep's head? Oh, that would oh be, yeah. God. Especially after the aliens got him? Yeah, no, Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. But uh, I was fascinated by how, even though it's that was science fiction and that was a neural connection, some things you just cannot talk fast enough in order to get a point across to do an action or otherwise do what you need to do. You just do it on an instinctive level. So when you got, when you're flying and formations or wingmen or you know whatever you got to do you just gotta sometimes you just gotta do it on an instinctive level and you can't necessarily train that right you, you can't there are just some things that no matter even if you have the exact same training the exact same protocols you're put in pretty much the exact same position not everybody is going to react the same way so the, uh, the very idea of trying to seek out before you get into the thick of things who you are who you are most compatible with is kind of 
from the movie is kind of the same thing here. Right. Because we have a tremendous advantage that we may never have again in all of gaming. We have time to find people that we just come together with and gel with and can f- and have good experiences with. We're, it could be years. It probably almost certainly will be before the final product comes out. So why not use this time to go out and go find somebody that you enjoy flying with and you are better for flying with them? Yeah, come Come fly with me, come fly, let's fly away. I think that is what Dietrich is trying to say. Yeah. Or you know, <laughs> or even when Star Marine comes out, go 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 gonna, go shoot with them. I definitely think we're gonna see um some some really tight combat tactics when Star Marine comes out for sure. Um hopefully that will get us more in the frame of mind to do that with uh, space combat as well. Um, I would like to do, personally, I would like to do more um, 4v4 um, squadron combat. Uh, that's kind of my favorite one to do anyway, so I'm a little biased on it. But I would like to, I'd like for us to start doing that, maybe do a red team and a gold team, um, and you know have Ace be the squadron leader, leader for one, have you be the squadron leader for, leader for the other, and maybe start kind of uh, like forming up those squadrons to be consistent. Like Ace's team will always be Ace's team. Your team will always be your team, you know, with the exception of if somebody can't make it or, you know, squadrons. Um, and then really kind of working on tactics uh, individually and as a group and really kind of locking that stuff down. But um, but good stuff, man. I, I, I agree with you. I think uh, I think all of your points are, are valid and solid. And um, yeah, we should absolutely all, you know, work on communication and, and find find that wingman that, uh, you know, that really uh, shares the same headspace as you. And I think the best place to do it so far is in the Sunday meetup. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I um, it's been tough the last couple of weeks for me to make it out. Um, I had a, a a delightful little dinner party last night, so I wasn't able to make it. And John, you had some family stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, unfortunately, and then Gleep is you know out in the desert getting probed by aliens. So it's been kind of tough. Um, but I think uh, this coming Sunday, my schedule is pretty clear. So I'm, I'm going to try and get in. I think I should be able to get in. I've been jonesing lately. I haven't. Um, I, I I got in for a really short time uh, this past Saturday night after um, after I'd rebroadcast the, the radio, my radio show, Quantum Drive. Um, I got in for a really short time, but then the, something here in the house kind of pulled me away and I couldn't get back into it, which was, you know, a bummer. So I'm really fiending to get back in game um, and do some flying. So I think this coming Sunday, you know, I'll be around. John, what about you? Uh, No, I, I don't think I can make it this Sunday. Boo, boo earns, hey, boo. Hey, I get vacation too. No, that's, oh, that's right. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, that's Sunday and Monday. And gotcha. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yep. Well, we're all we're all taking little vacations here and there. I won't be here, as I mentioned, for our fiftieth. But then, uh, two weeks later, I won't be here as well. I'm actually going out to the uh, Rhode Island Comic Con, which should be a good time. You think that's an excuse? Nice. Ah, uh, yeah, I know, I know. But, you know, yeah, we're all kind of rotating out through vacations right now because it's tough doing the show. And, uh, you know, as we're coming up on 50, I think everyone's, you know, needing to take a little bit of time here and there and, and take a little breather and come back. So 
Uh, but yeah, I think um, I think I'm going to call it and say this Sunday coming up, um, I will I will make every effort and will more than likely be around. Uh, Dietrich, you going to be around? I usually am. Very cool. Were you there this past Sunday? I was. Tell us a little bit about it, since us two losers couldn't make it. Oh my gosh, I'm actually having a hard time remember the remembering the finer details of it. Well, just uh, uh, how many how many people were there? Um, what did you guys predominantly do? Was there anything interesting that uh, came of it? Any uh, any uh, annoying bugs? Did everything run smoother? Uh, actually, I'm starting to remember parts of it. We started off with Ace, but he had a little mini emergency. But then he would come back later in the night. There was, I want to say, six of us at the peak. And it was, it was, I believe, Avi Physics and Murtok who suggested that we all hop into a battle royale match. Nice. It, but stra- uh, perhaps strangely, we and rather than shooting at each other, we just kind of worked impromptu on communication. As, Ooh. Yeah, it was. I have to say that in terms of our actually communicating with one another, it wasn't the greatest of success. Uh, but <laughs> but it's, it's there's a learning curve there. Yeah, but it was it was laying a foundation for the, all the finer points that I was trying to get across earlier. You know, it's it just reinforces that folks are wanting to communicate more and. Afterwards, there were a few squadron battles. I think we did one capture the core match. Nice. Okay. The everybody was trying to earn a little wreck and hope and maybe even see if I could somehow pull out the number one spot in it. Didn't happen. I like it, and I, I like that you're. Uh, I like that you're on the leaderboards, man. They representing for those guys with chips. Very cool stuff. And I. Uh, a quick shout out to everyone in the org. Every single one of you have cost me major points in my pursuit of being number one. So good job. Very nice. All, all, I, uh, all of you have done spectacular and well above average. So props to the whole org. I'm I'm actually looking forward to trying capture the core again after the last or second to last conversation that we had with Ace on this show. Um, I have been so preoccupied with trying to chase the core down and, and learn that mechanic, but I also fly a Hornet, which is a slower ship. And you know, I, and you would think it's common sense, but I'm not. I haven't played Capture the Core a lot, and Ace was just like, just defend, you know, just defend our core. And I was like, ooh, okay, yeah. I, I've been kind of, I've been kind of approaching it all wrong because I love my Hornet. I love flying my Hornet. Um, but I've been trying to fly my Hornet like an M50 in Capture the Core. And kind of having the realization of what my role should be, I'm really excited about giving it a try. There is definitely a very fine art to that game. But I've I've been in a Hornet and managed to get Core Captures in it too. It's It's a crazy, it's a very advanced and complicated thing, that game. What's um? What's your favorite ship to fly? For uh, capture the core. Okay, yeah, I would imagine different ships for different purposes. So, um, capture the core, uh, and then Vandal Swarm. What what are your your ships that you prefer flying for those two? 
for a capture the core, I'll I always want either a 350R or the Gladius. Okay. And the reason for one of those two is because if I'm if I need to get a lot of core captures, the 350R is the best ship for that. But if I'm going into just a random match with nobody I nobody to watch my back, I have no idea what's going on, then the diversity of what Ace has dubbed the Super Gladius. Ah, that's right. His, uh, his theory-crafted uh, beast from the east, the uh, thunder from down under, the heavy missile platform Gladius. Then that wonderful beast from down under is as good as it gets to being able to handle whatever comes at you as anything else that I know. Nice. And, and and for the listening audience, I'm fully aware that none of those references made any sense to anything that had to do with the Gladius. But they were still fun to say. But but if I'm going to go into a, a Vandal Swarm, I, ha- I haven't got a good answer for that. Okay. I, I'll go... I tend to once again favor that Gladius again, just because eight of those Tempest twos that could equal eight dead Vanduul. So that's a good, reliable thing to take. And if you ever want to go into the my little Vanduul swarm solo challenge, that's the ship I would take. Yeah, I heard I heard tell of the uh, the Vanduul swarm uh, solo challenge. Basically. What, four of you go in, three drop out, one's left to, to fight it out? Well, you don't even... It depends on if you want to go uh, against the level uh, amount that would be there for four players. I recommend just go in with one buddy and then leave. Gotcha. Because that's at least doable. Nice. I don't, Very cool. It's mostly just uh, throwing you into the wolves or... Or throwing you into the deep end of a pool, and you just <laughs> yeah. and you're just trying to learn something the hard way. But people swear by the hornets, and for good reason. As long as you just realize that you don't, you're not maneuverable enough to get potentially eight Vanduul shooting missiles at you, then you should be fine. Super very uh, cool. Hornet is a, a great choice, very well respected in Vanduul swarm. Yeah, I um, I really like uh, I really like my ghost, even though I haven't really been able to fully explore the stealth aspect of it. Um, I'm looking forward to when we've got that large world map. Uh, I'm looking forward to playing um, either the scout or um, you know, the the person that watches our back or you know, kind of darts in between uh, meteor or asteroids rather, um, and try try and play with that. Uh, you know, zero signature profile. Um, but I love my Hornet in general. Um, I just, it's, it's, it's bulky and it's a little sluggish and I love everything about that. Well, the one tip I would offer that is available and arena commander and likely to stay. So is these cross section missiles that I have, I and ACE have referenced many times. Uh-huh. I have noticed that it is very hard to get a lock of that missile onto that ghost. So, nice. so you could argue that it is a good anti-meta starship just because people won't be able to use what is probably the best missile on you unless they get 
right up right in your face. I like it. I like it a lot. I thought you might. So uh, this week, from around the interverse, verse, verse, I really first, miss first, Gleep first. asking me, you know, Jimmy, what's going on around the interverse? Gleep, hurry up back. I miss you. Makes me sad. Anyway, this week from around the interverse, uh, on Twitter, uh, the those guys with ships hashtag, the TGWS hashtag, uh, Freedom is on vacation somewhere that's got a really, really pretty beach. Um, he did a, a beautiful uh, panoramic shot of wherever it is that he is. Uh, looks warm, inviting, and delightful. So have a good vacation. Yeah, have I fun. bet you're uh, you're missing the warmth there, Jimmy. Actually, it was cold today. It was like 75. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was chilly. <laughs> um, and it rained, which it never does. Uh, and then uh, Tichilla posted a great video on uh, basically Star Citizen's sensitivity curves and pips. Definitely worth checking out. Uh, over at the uh, hashtag Star Citizen, Greyheaded Gamer is back as he does with a size comparison for the Misk Endeavor. Uh, great size comparison, and I really liked his intro. Uh, he opened up with uh, he had said basically. You know, a lot of people freak out every time CIG announces a ship and the price tag. And the price tag on the Endeavor is a bit much. I mean, you know, it's anywhere from 400 and I think it was $425 on the low side or 450 on the low side, all the way up to $900 for, you know, the complete ship with every single mod that is currently available or, or every single pod that's currently available. Um, and he made a very clear, very good point where he said that that ship is too expensive for him. It's not a ship he's going to buy, but people need to stop kind of freaking out about that because no one has to buy a ship. Yeah. We buy, we buy these ships to support the development of the game, but all of these ships are going to be available in game and they're going to be earnable. And I know John, you're really excited about the endeavor and you talked about actually earning it in game. Yeah. I didn't yeah. really even think about having to buy it. I just, I mean, obviously, I want to support um, Star Citizen, which is why I subscribed. Right. But, um, yeah, I just, I'm looking forward to getting all these ships in game. I feel like I have what I need right now to start off. So, I mean, now, if I bought everything, then I wouldn't have anything to work towards. No, totally. I agree 100%. Um, for me, the Connie is the be all and end all. But once the game is live and, and all the ships are in game, I'm curious about the Merchant Man. Um, you know, I'm curious about the Carrick. Uh, I'm curious as, as to if those are ships that might make good smuggling ships or if the smaller, lower profile of the Constellation will be the end-all, uh, be-all, end-all of, of smuggling vessels. Um, but, you know, for me, if I go up to a Carrick, if I go up to a Merchant Man, I'm just going to earn it in-game. And I agree with you because you have to have things to, to work towards in the game. With that said, I'm a backer. Um, I, uh, I support every month and I'm, I'm proud to do it and I'm happy to do it. And I've got a pretty fair complement of ships, um, all of which meet the, the needs and, and the desires of what I want to do when the game goes live with a little bit of room to earn stuff. And, you know, I think that that's something that a lot of people either overlook or forget. And, and the simple fact is you don't have to buy these ships. People buy them to support the game. But in any case, um, the video is, as always, fantastic. Um, he actually walks through from the very smallest of ships, from the Aurora, Aurora, Aurora uh, again, new tongue, still breaking it in, 
um, all the way up to uh, the Endeavor. Uh, so it's, as always, Grey-Headed Gamer always does a really good job uh, with these size comparison videos. Uh, there'll be a link in the show notes. Absolutely go check it out. Um, his his little mini rant in the beginning made, made me feel good. Uh, and, of course, the video is exceptional as always. From uh, Twitter in general, uh, Pew Pew Pee Pee Ha Ha, uh, our friend, a uh, friend of the show, Turd Ferguson, who I haven't heard from for a while, so hopefully I'll see him maybe next Sunday. Uh, Wait, just posted... no, 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 what? No, Turd's not Pew no. Pew Pee Pee Ha Ha. Those are different people. Shut your mouth. Yes. Really? They're the the pee pee the 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 poo poo and Turd guys are brothers, not real brothers. They're Crap Brothers. Alert, alert so the media. Wait, wait what? <laughs> They're different people. Holy crap. Yeah. I had no idea. Turd Ferguson so is Frida's boss. On Twitter? Yes. Or other places. I don't know. But Frida's boss and Turd Ferguson are one and the same. Pew Pew Pee Pee Ha Ha is a different guy. Okay, listen. Pew Pew Pee Pee Ha Ha, send me a message or, or tweet at me and Turd tweet at me so I can figure out because I thought the two of you were the same person now I don't I'm confused I don't and bewildered think Turd and is actually on Twitter really Turd you're not maybe on Twitter? not I'm not sure Turd. So, some people Turd, in our forums Twitter? think Twitter is for hipsters well if my beard and haircut are any indication I just you guys shut up stop making fun <laughs> of me I'm not a hipster <laughs> oh wait I do a radio show with really hip cool music and, and mix lore into oh crap on my head and you have a beard that's all it takes really hey listen i have had a beard since i was your age and the biggest reason why is because i was born with my mother's chin i look like a penguin without a beard i had facial hair in sixth grade so i'm i'm in the same boat wow you had facial hair in sixth grade. yeah that's when i had to start shaving that's wow wow. yeah that's a thing that's it's my arab blood i got i I got go ahead I was going to say, I think I know what the JPEG is for this week's Those Guys with Chips community report. Bearded baby. Well, I was born with Native American blood, so, you know, it takes me a month just to get (laughs) something to where I really need a shave that day. You get get like little little, little patches? You patchy? If I'm lucky. (laughs) Wow, that's brutal. Um, Anyway... So pew pew pee pee ha ha, not Turd Ferguson, uh, posted something on Twitter that um, I felt resonated very much with me, and that was, please stop saying gate after every scandal. It's effing annoying. Has nothing to do with the hotel gate or with Nixon. Thank you. Thank you, pew pew pee pee ha ha, for saying the thing that has been on my mind forever. Everything does not have to be a slash gate. Yeah, but Stop Stargate it. sounds cool. Stop it. Because it's a reference. Stop it. Just stop Stargate. it. Stargate. Nope. Okay. De- Deflategate. Nope. See? See? You see what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, anyway, over at uh, the uh, over at official CIG, over at the hub, um, I grabbed just one quick link that um, I absolutely loved because I love this stuff in general. Um, somebody had posted uh, Star Citizen propaganda posters. Uh, you guys are familiar with propaganda posters in general, right? I've never oh, heard yeah. of them. Think back to World War II posters. No, I know. Yeah. I know. 
Well, you know, I sometimes joking. I don't. Sometimes I don't know with you, John. You know, yeah, I, I know what tell. a propaganda poster is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there are some great ones in there. Um, I, I think I may have seen one or two of these before, but they've got uh, loose lips uh, might sink ships, and they've got an Idris sinking into the ocean. Uh, they have a rather terrifying Van Duel, uh says he's watching you. Uh, John, you'll like this one. The lightning strikes the Van Duel, and it's got a really nice shot of the Van Duel. It's nice. And then uh, last but certainly not least is uh, your tomorrow is in your hands today. Wait, Jimmy. Picture... Jimmy, that's not Vandal ship. That's the F8 lightning. Yeah. The, f- the scroll above, the Van Duel is the giant scary looking thing. Oh, well, then why'd you just say lightning strikes the vandal and it has a good view of the vandal? Because, are you looking at the poster? They're different posters. No, no, no. Look at the lightning poster. Okay. Read what it says. Lightning strikes the vandal. Yeah. And it's an F8 lightning. Right. I'm confused. I think you're very confused. (laughs) Um... Yeah, but the poster is "Lightning Strikes the Vanduul." Um, very cool, very cool shot of the um, of the lightning. And then, last but not least, is a delightful picture of uh, Chris's face superimposed onto a drawing of someone in a uniform. But uh, I love this stuff in general. Um, I've got uh, in my house. Um, I've got uh, propaganda posters for all of the social networking sites. Uh, so I've got <laughs> nice. one, yeah, one for Twitter, one for, um, uh, for, uh, uh, for all of them. I have to go and look at them again cause I forget, but I've got like six different propaganda posters for six different, uh, for Facebook, for, um, Instagram, Pinterest, uh, MySpace. Pinterest. Yeah, totally. Um, but I absolutely love that type of artwork. I think it's really cool. Um, and so, yeah, it's definitely a great one. It's, it's upvoted a lot. Uh, there'll be links in the show notes, and uh, go check it out. You know, I well, kept I... wondering what the story behind the uh, keep. Uh, what is it? Oh my god! Keep on, carry on, keep on. What is it? Keep... Carry on, my wayward son. No, keep on, keep, keep carry be peace when you are. Come down. on, what is it? The carry on and keep on. Jimmy, you know what I'm talking about. You're killing me. John, John, don't you cry no more. Okay, I'll stop now. Okay, let's rise above the noise and confusion. (laughs) John, what is going on over at Versecast? Jimmy, I had a good point. Jimmy. Nope, you shall never know. You shall never know. You shall never know. Okay, you know what? Uh, All right, let's move on. I'd gladly help you if I could. Jimmy, you know what I'm talking about. John. Hey, John. John. What's going on over at Versecast.org? Are you avoiding this for some reason? (laughs) I just like watching you, like, be miserable. Oh, God. Okay. Over on Versecast.org. Um... Star Citizen Fighter Mafia demonstration this Wednesday. So, Dietrich, now that you're here, can you tell us a little bit about this? I can, and I think, and I shall. Basically, at the request of, I believe it was uh, Murtok and a few others, they said that 
amongst the wall of text, there is some stuff here that seems like it's okay. But we need to actually do some of this. And I can't even begin to teach it with words, so I just said, all right, I'm going to make an appointment to give a visual demonstration of some of the stuff I've mentioned amidst the millions and millions of texts and posts. It's not, it's not intended to be a, a school. It's, uh, for now, it's just going to be a one-time thing to just give a visual demonstration, a little bit of, and get a little talk going on Mumble. Anybody that wants to hop in, you know, even if you can't make the even if you can't make the demonstration, you know, always feel free to hop into Mumble. You can at least hear what is being discussed. Yeah. I did. I did ask that anybody that can to just make up the put in the RSVP just to try to get folks in because I'm gonna make it a private match just so that we don't get a bunch of random people in free flight that just want to come in and shoot us all. Yeah, I'll put uh, I'll put a link for the thread in the show notes, but I think it sounds like a good idea. Yeah, it's very cool. Well, sometimes it, I, I ref, I, I'm going to call, I should have called it Lab Day because, you know, you can go to school and read your textbooks and hear the professor run his mouth all day, but sooner or later when you're, in chemistry, you kind of want to go to the chem lab and go play with the fire. I wanted to do there's, that every day. <laughs> yeah, of course, absolutely. There's um, there's something, uh, there's something to be said for for doing, um, uh, as opposed to just just learning it via book or learning it via um, dictation. Physically going out and and actually doing it. Um, personally, I learn the best when I'm when I'm actually doing something. So I, it's a great idea. Well, and it'll be at uh, 2100 or 9 p.m. Central Time on Wednesday. Mark your calendars. Uh-huh. Um, what, uh, what, what time again? Be 9 o'clock, 9 p.m. Central Time. Nice. Very cool. Vendis pulled a gleep. Uh-oh. He got... The Ente- the Endeavor Hope class, so um, he's going to be our hospital in the sky. Nice, that is very cool. I, I is he the only one that we know of in the org that's that got a uh, an Endeavor? I think a couple other people did actually pick up one. Very um, cool. But I'm pretty sure right. that I've every time I've spoken to Vendis um, about ships and stuff, he's mentioned something about looking forward to a hospital ship. Um, okay. So I think he's got what he wants now. That's excellent. That's very cool. I'm, uh, I'm really looking forward to um, assisting to being, uh, to being crew on, on one of those ships. I'm excited to see the inside. I'm excited to, to play a part in, in making that ship run and tick. That'll be very, very cool. Yeah. It'll be cool to see what like the doctoring mechanic might be. Yeah, totally. Um, Stag found gameplay from last night's meetup, um, from the enemy's point of view, um, from an individual, uh, called White Snake, um, and, uh, so it's just kind of a, a neat video watching this guy shoot up those guys with ships, and <laughs> yeah, just, it's pretty cool. He just randomly found it on Reddit, 
which I thought was pretty funny. And um, I got and I gotta say that was a great find by Stag because it was it's been a great education tool for all of us that were there to see the other guy's perspective. Yeah, I bet. Did we get our butts handed to us, or did we, did we put up a good fight? If I recall, the individual that you are watching through hit through that video wound up winning the match, but that's it's kind of skewed because we were all kind of messing around and trying to work on communication, so it's it wasn't our best foot forward. Not that the guy didn't earn his kills, he did, but yeah. it, but it. It was uh, a skewed match. Yellow Stag, he's a, a known pilot. Yeah, he is definitely a uh, a beast behind the stick. Yeah, you can if you go ahead and watch that video, I did, and it's actually interesting how the uh, person that put it up, White Snake, he he actually called we call Avi Physics Avi. He called him like Avi Physics. <laughs> yeah, so, I did and, hear you know, that. You, <laughs> nice. you know. You get to you get to see all these kinds of cool things like that. Yeah. Um, speaking of Avi, uh, he has a list of Star Citizen podcasts that he's accumulated from the hub, um, with links and sort of his own notes in there, adding uh, kind of what each podcast is and his recommendation. Um, so that's a, a good place to find all the Star Citizen podcasts that are currently listed on the hub. Um, Whiskey Cat wants to put together a fleet spreadsheet, uh, so a full list of our entire fleet, um, and I think he might be doing some kind of uh, Google Forms or something so that we can easily get that stuff in there, and hopefully it would be editable for the people that have what's now coined by Whiskey Cat as Gleeping. Um, so he has like a full, <laughs> wow, a full dictionary the, definition. <laughs> oh my God. That is the greatest thing I have heard all night. It's fantastic. Gleeping. Yeah. So that it's, is amazing. It's gleep, gleep, Latin with roots in Tavarian verb, past tense, gleeped, past participle, gleeped, refers to the act of melting one's ship in the star citizen universe. Example, I gleeped my Redeemer for two Genesis Starliners. Synonyms, gleeping, gleeps, gleepedid. The ship was gleeped for another. <laughs> and then the second definition, to lose all self-control and willpower. Why am I gleeping this ship I love so much? So much? F it, I want the new shiny one. <laughs> Synonyms, please take my money, CIG, and continue to make the best damn space sim ever. I am gleeping bat tish crazy. So you know it, it's strange to we we all knew that gleep was a noun, but with this further research, we have found is a noun, verb, <laughs> adverb, adjective, and whatever else there is in that is, rare grammatical language. This is amazing, mind blown. Just <laughs> I, love I it. am so, I am so excited. I this is this is it. This is the new thing. I cannot I cannot wait. To use the every single opportunity to use this, I feel like it's been a while since Gleep has been flexing his his melting muscles, though. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. We'll have to uh, we'll have to see if uh, anything uh, was melted and and Endeavor was picked up. Yeah, 
But he was the thing was he was really into uh, before I even joined the show. He was really into the Cutlass Red and kept talking about how excited he was for the Endeavor Hope class. I know, and then suddenly he said he was into shipping stuff and that he used to be a uh, truck driver, which didn't seem like him at all. But okay. And may, and who knows what he will want when he gets back from walkabout. He might be a true. whole nother man. Yeah. This is true. He might have a whole new idea of what he wants to do in game and, and have, has melted everything. He's going to have a full beard and long hair. Yep. It's going to be the wise sage who's returned from the desert. <laughs> I think that's about it from the, uh, from the forums this week. No, that's good stuff. Gleeping, uh, you know, gleeps, gleeped, gleeping. That is the greatest thing. That that is this whole show that has made. This is that's the greatest thing ever. What's going on with the org? How are we doing with members and stuff? We're we're pretty the same. We're pretty we're, the we're, same. We're we're locked in at that solid two hundred one. Yeah, two hundred one. Um, so no new members this week. We did get some members over on the website. Fox oh, cool. and Red Skull joined us over there. Bunyan Snipe. Uh, Jeff Q and Jocko. Um, so yeah, I mean, the forums have been pretty lively. Um, it doesn't seem like really the website is slowing down or anything, but we haven't been getting any members over there. It seemed like for a while we were getting around like 10 members per week. Yeah, I think, I think it comes and goes though. I mean, we'd slowed down at one point, um, when there was a lull, um, in patches, remember? And then we kind of picked back up again. Yeah. And I think, I feel like the patches have been kind of lulling since they said that yeah. Star Marine was going to come out a few months ago. So Yeah, no, I would agree with that. Yeah, I think the boost will come with Star Marine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, with yeah, with with uh, the the Exoverse, with Star Marine, um, with, with eventually 2.0, yeah, I think that that's when we'll start to see a bigger boost in our numbers for sure. Yeah. Um, and if if you guys don't mind, I'd like to give a shout out to Bunyan Snipe because he has uh, gotten on Mumble and decided to play with us on a couple occasions. So he's nice. He, I hope he had a good time. We certainly enjoyed him coming. Cool. Well, very cool. Hopefully, uh, Bunyan Snipe, I will uh, I will see you on the mumbles at some point in the next week or so. Yeah. So we got an email. From John Two, John Toe. Ah, <laughs> I think we've gotten an email from him before. It, now uh, okay. is that now is that with a W or how? What is this, John? It's spelled J O H N space T O. So I'm not sure if the Toe is actually or the Two is actually his last name, but I think we have an imposter because I'm supposed to be the only John Toe. But uh, Appar- apparently not. His email is, hey, guys, I'm still enjoying your show for now. <laughs> are, are you guys going it. anywhere? <laughs> I don't did think I, so. Did I not get this memo? We, we, we might be on a, on a conditionary trial review. Yeah, that might be what's going on. Um, but who got the Endeavor with the farm mods? When Vermin takes over your field, be sure to remember me for all your professional pest med- mitigation and extermination needs. Your friend, the other Jonto. <laughs> Nice. He'll, he'll, I, that's interesting. I wonder if they will have... Uh, well, I'm sure they won't, but it would be pretty funny if they had uh, pest mitigation and extermination for uh, for critters that overrun your uh, your uh, organics mods. 
They might. I, they might have some kind of like little aliens that can infest that kind of thing. Yeah. You never know. I mean, obviously they have to have things that kill off the plants if you're not doing yeah. things right. But uh, yeah. I would I imagine too that there'll be there'll be time there'll be time and money sinks like you'll need to have water you'll need to have the right um, mineral balance in your soil you know I, I would imagine that those are all going to be expenses of uh, being a space farmer yeah I'll be at the head of the pack of vermin delivering it that's mean <laughs> what well you know it, just remember the Pied Piper you know he just good op- business opportunities there. I don't first remember you, the Pied Piper. Just fir, first the vermin come in, and then you can you bring them in, and then you get rid of the vermin. You get paid twice. Oh, I see what's going on here. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> maybe maybe I if I knew a smuggler to give me a hand there. Hey now, just you know where to reach me. So I uh, and very briefly, uh, he asked me not to read it on air, but I got a very very nice email from a uh, gentleman named Todd. Uh, Todd, thank you, very cool, um, and uh, very much appreciated. He said nice things. That sounds nice. Yeah, it was delightful. But <laughs> had to have been good. So John, yes, if I wanted to create an online gaming community for... Um, Destiny, the Taken King, which I've Destiny, been playing. Destiny, the Taken good. King, which is pretty good. Where would I go to create that community? I'd go to Engine.com, where they have easy-to-use tools that even non-coding HTML CSSers can use. It's super easy, and it's free at enjin.com. And they they even have... Um, Destiny specific themes. So, if you nice. did want to make a Destiny the Taken King community, that'd probably be the best place to do it. Now, rumor has it that uh, you are considering uh, a refresh, an update, a uh, 2.0, if you will, of Versecast.org. Is this true stories? It's a true possibility. Interesting. I'm curious as to see uh, what the potential upgrades hold in store for us. See, the thing is, I know a good chunk of HTML and CSS now. So if I refreshed it, I would be inclined to use those skills. But then I wouldn't be showing off how flexible Engine is without those skills. So I'm a little (laughs) conflicted. Yeah, no, I, I can appreciate that. I, I will say, though, that uh, it's cool that you have both options in Engine, that you're able to, if you have no skill set whatsoever with coding, then it's pretty much you know plug and play. And, and if you do have some experience with coding, then you're allowed to really kind of get crazy with it, I'm assuming, yeah? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I've done a little bit of coding on the site, and it's great that they give you that option because, really, the sky's the limit while still working on a framework that lets you do certain things a lot quicker. Nice. Well, support Ronald Jenkins. Uh, please check him out at www.ronaldjenkins.com. Support Star Citizen, the base radio at uh, radio.starcitizenbase.com. You can find a rebroadcast of our previous week's verse cast every Saturday afternoon. Uh, support Gleep, even though he has abandoned us, because he will finally be back tomorrow. Uh, support me, 
uh, Jimmy Croker. You can find me uh, most chatty over on Twitter. It's my favorite place to hang out, uh, at Jimmy Croker. Uh, you can catch me every Thursday night on the base at 9 p.m. PST uh, doing Quantum Drive. It is a combination of music that I love mixed with Star Citizen lore. Uh, and email me at uh, jimmy at versecast.org. John, where can the fine folks find you on the internet? You can find me at the only Jonto on Twitter and RSI and Versecast and Steam and pretty much all the places. Um, you can email me at john at versecast.org. And Dietrich, where can the people find you? Well, I haven't joined this entry yet, so you can just find me <laughs> on Carry the... Pigeon? That or at the Versecast forums. Uh, always checking the box, my inboxes. Feel free to leave any messages through the Versecast, because I do keep an eye on it, and I would be glad to message you back. If you want to message us directly, you can email us at comms at versecast.org. You can find our Steam group. Just search for Versecast. You can follow us on Twitter at Versecast. Make sure to use the hashtag TGWS um, so that we can find those tweets. RobertSpaceIndustries.com slash org slash Versecast is our organization. We are those guys with ships, and we would love to have you. Um, speaking of having you, we have Versecast.org. It's our website. we got forums. It's made on engine. Super easy. For anybody to make a website on and I made that website without knowing anything and, and look how purdy it is it's, it's purdy it's nice it works it's a work of art <laughs> I don't know about that but speaking of a work of art you could go should go like us and comment on our page on the hub just go to hub.versecast.org it'll forward you to RSI and uh you know, we you, to you totally gleeped that transition. Oh, I got to use it. Hey, their HTML skills are a work of art on the RSI website. That's one of the nicest websites on the web, in my opinion. It is pretty. That segue worked a little bit. A little bit. It was, yeah. it was a little bit better than a gleeps, gleeps way. <laughs> oh, we are going to have way too much fun with this. Uh, please, please, go ahead. He's going to come back, and he's going to be bombarded with all those gleepisms. Oh, he'll love every minute of it. Uh, please uh, review us on iTunes, too, and uh, send us an email so we can uh, make sure that we get it. Yeah, John? I guess. <laughs> sure, why not? Until next time, we are Those Guys with Ships. This has been our community podcast. See you guys. Send us emails every day, all day. About everything. No, don't do that. Just send them to John. Send them to Jimmy. Jimmy needs the love. <laughs> Jimmy's got all the love he can handle. See, Dietrich, we weren't that bad. Worked out good enough. <laughs>